Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to chsrhealthylife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. chsrhealthylife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Get ready for Mind Shock with Dr. Ron Dalrymple, the premier podcast in the world, bringing you hidden truths about your mind's incredible powers. Get ready to free your mind. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mind Shock with Dr. Ron Dalrymple. The show will take you to the outer limits of your mind and to the inner limits, the true final frontier. Our theme for this show is evolution of the supermind. As most of you know, I began working at NASA at 17 years old. We put people in space, which we called then the final frontier. But at 19 years old, while at NASA, I discovered that if the mind is an energy field that transcends the physical brain, it would change our perspectives on science completely. And the true final frontier is inner space, the exploration of the true powers of mind. Our mission is to take you to the true outer limits of inner space. Think about that the outer limits of inner space. Our motto for the show is supermind, superbody, superspirit. In today's chaotic world, there's a revolution sweeping the globe about who we are and what we are doing here. A mind revolution that's changing everything. Whole new theories of mind that turn old science on its head. Old science is three-dimensional and limited to the physical senses. We are developing new models of science to consider N dimensions as N approaches infinity. And going back to ancient science, growing to the modern day, where some fascinating things have happened in the world of Ayurvedic medicine. And today we have a great guest, Dr. Vatsala Sperling. She's published a fascinating book titled The Ayurvedic Reset Diet. Dr. Sperling, how are you? I am very well, thank you, and thank you for having me in your show. Well, thank you very much for being here. It's a real honor to have you here. (laughs) Can you tell us, please, we often start with a little bit of background. Perhaps you Mm -hmm. can tell our audience how you got started on this journey which led you to this fascinating point in time with your books and your research and so forth? Mm -hmm. So it began in my uh, childhood when I was very little, growing up in India, with a very smart set of mom and dad and five siblings. 
as you might know india is very well known for having many many different festivals throughout the year and during those festivals there is a lot of eating fabulous fantastic spicy food mm-hmm. so i grew up doing that during the festivals we ate a lot in a joyful way and the next day if our tummy was talking my mom she would institute a simplified eating plan she quoted from tamil poet saint tiruvalluvar um, which translated into english means one person who eats once a day is a yogi the one who eats twice a day is a bhogi an enjoyer the person who eats three times a day is a rogi and she said to us you don't have to be a rogi or a sick person there is a way out of it and she quoted another line she said langhanam parama aushadham this is a sanskrit phrase which means fasting is the best medicine now her line stuck with me i grew up hearing that and after the festivities and after literally gorging on enormous amount of food as children during festivities the next day she made us fast and she said uh, everything that you have ingested very good now you have to rest your digestive system now i took that lesson deeply it registered somewhere because it gave me result she didn't have to take us to a doctor we didn't have to get antacids and uh, non steroidal inflammatory medicine and anti vomitic and anti diuretic we didn't have to do that she took care of us using age old ayurvedic principle of fasting as i grew up i turned uh, went for a training in clinical microbiology and i had a thriving career in a children's hospital doing clinical microbiology i was the chief of the department and i worked with the uh, world health organization doing research uh, but later on i came to the united states and i became a homeopath i trained again i went to school again and became a homeopath in homeopathy I, there is a tradition of a uh, considering uh, the complete narrative of an individual Uh, going to their diet their lifestyle their presenting complaints and so on and i remembered reading a particular line from the founder of homeopathy in his book the organon he mentions while enquiring into the state of chronic disease the particular circumstances of the patient with regard to his ordinary occupation his usual mode of living and diet his domestic situation and so forth must be well considered and scrutinized to ascertain what there is in them that may tend to produce or to maintain disease in order that by their removal the recovery may be prompted so with this background i always inquire about people uh, what do you eat what is your day to day food like then early on in my practice i saw many many uh, chronic and acute uh, maladies are directly connected with food and i went on a direction for research to see what is really happening with our food chain with how does it impact our body and 
why is it the cost, the maintaining cost of so much human suffering? And in my practice, what worked best for me is to go into a path in which I recommend a simplified diet plan, a simplified fasting plan, so people can get over the problem that is caused by uh, taking bad food day after day, day after day, day after day. So that's what brought me to this book, Ayurvedic Reset Diet. It is based on my experience in my practice, and this book is based on my growing up in India, surrounded by Ayurveda in my home. Mm -hmm. That's really a fascinating history. You've gone through a lot of education, microbiology, naturopathic type training. And I've always been fascinated by the naturopathic approach. Because the allopathic approach, which came out of Europe in the early 1900s, is, of course, based upon heavy chemicalization, surgeries and so forth, which are external approaches to attacking the symptomatology of various diseases. But Ayurvedic gets to the root of it, which is what is causing. You talk in your book about toxification, how foods combined, and we have pesticides, herbicides, <laughs> all sorts of poisons put into food. The food is often lifeless, filled with sugar, salt, and fat, and dyes to make it look and smell and taste like food, but it's basically worthless in terms of nutrition. Can you tell us more about that, please? Sure. Uh, my research into modern food took me also to a research into how our ancestors lived. Not very long ago, back in Australia, there were Aborigine people, and we have modern-day account of their life before the continent was colonized and before the Aborigines were wiped out. They lived as one with nature. They hunted fresh meat whenever they could. They gathered fresh plant-based food whenever they could in the sense that a hunting raid was not always successful. Some days they came home without a kill. What did they do then? They fasted. They went to their plant-based diet. And if plant-based food was in short supply due to seasonal variation, they would depend on the hunted meat. In essence, they lived as one with nature. They knew how to get their food, food from completely natural sources. Now, this knowledge existed in all the continents, wherever there were native original people living a lifestyle as one with nature, hunting their meat, hunting for their meat, and gathering for their plant-based food. But then the industrialization came about, and industrial agriculture, industrial farming of uh, animals for food, that started, and people started a mass, mass migration to the cities. Uh, industrialization of food production simply meant that food could be grown in greater quantity and transported to the cities where greater number of people lived in refrigerated trucks and trains and planes, and to grow more and more and more food in fixed plot agriculture, the chemical industry stepped in to provide the farmer with all kinds of chemicals and the seeds that wouldn't reproduce. Uh -huh. 
genetically engineered seeds. So the whole agriculture got tainted with chemicals. Uh, and when the food began to appear in the cities, it lost its seasonality. There is no freshness in the food and there is no seasonal connection. Uh, same thing happened with animal husbandry. Uh, top of the list of uh, a person's objection to animal husbandry could be, uh, un uh, I mean, excessive cruelty to animals. That is just one part and the way the animals are treated. They are just egg and milk and meat producing machines. They eat and they grow and they are slaughtered to get meat. So this food chain, the, our food chain has been very, very chemicalized, very, very contaminated by lots of human intervention, packaged and processed. And uh, food is simply murdered, in my view. Mm -hmm. It loses its seasonality. It loses its freshness. As a result, people get to eat but they are not eating the right kind of fresh and healthy and wholesome food. There can be food shortage in refugee camps and in war fields, but regular people, they have food to eat, but they just don't eat the right kind of food. As a result, the body builds up the effect of wrong food intake day in and day out, three meals a day and the snacks. As a result, people begin to show lot of chronic complaints, and those are directly related with the food they take in. Mm -hmm. Ayurveda, on the other hand, recognizes sattvic food, which is gentle on your body, rajasic food, which is highly spiced and fried, and it is interesting and sexy in a way. There is a lot of variety in it and good taste. And then there is tamasic food, which is gross, which is lethargy promoting, which makes you kind of sleepy and tired and stuck in your gut, you're constipated. So Ayurveda recognizes those three kinds of food and it encourages us to move toward sattvic food. Mm -hmm. And this is what I have emphasized in my book, how to avoid eating the food that are not suitable for you how to plan a method of fasting so you can eliminate a bad food from your system and how to recombine food in such a way that you get the best of what nature has to offer to you without the modern man becoming the hunter-gatherer. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's really, really mm -hmm. a fascinating journey that you described there. Mm -hmm. I was really struck by your description of the etiology of original humankind who lived. You documented some instances of some of the ancestors in India going back even millions of years, moving from hunter-gatherer to agrarian society and more towards our modern society. And how has that transformed, the consumption of food transformed, and, of course, moving towards the current city-states and so forth, and as you mentioned, transportation to feed large masses of people, what happened was corporations were built, which created these mass production techniques, which not only treated animals as objects of living conscious entities, which then changes their hormones, changes their fear, changes the nature of the food before they're slaughtered. And then when you consider when food is canned or frozen and, again, highly chemicalized, it correlates to a huge number of diseases, human diseases, 
which, again, the Western approach, allopathic medicine, simply tries to treat the causes, not looking at the root, I'm sorry, treat the symptoms, and not looking at the causes. But Ayurvedic and naturopathic, of course, does that. So it's really a great, great thing you're doing by reaching out to the world with this information. Thank you. How do you feel about that? Yeah, go ahead. Um, could you please uh, repeat that question once for me, please? Well, just that there's been a, a huge transformation over time of the food that people consume, which also affects the body. And we'll get yeah. to a little bit later how it affects consciousness. But the current question was about with the consumption of this mass-produced toxic food, it correlates to many diseases and disorders. Can you tell us more about what you've seen in particular with those evolving disorders? Yes, I will say that. Um, so uh, take, for example, obesity. Uh, we can say that people are not moving their bodies much. They are very sedentary in city-based jobs. Uh, you also have to consider what they're eating. So one particular case comes to my mind. In the early time of my practice, I had met this person. She came to my office with a full bag of potato chips and a bottle of family-sized Coca-Cola. I let her eat her snack and have a sip from her drink, but she did that for next two hours. She just continuously munched on it. And her complaint was chronic fatigue syndrome, lethargy, lack of sleep. Um, she was clinically obese as well, constipation, many different digestive upsets, bloating and uh, gas, flatulence, and so on. So she was very sick and she needed help. And I had just opened my practice. She said, maybe I'll try uh, homeopathy. Maybe you can help me. So when I reviewed her food con uh, intake, it was very obvious that her food is her problem. She's eating a lot of food which is not good for her. So I had a dilemma in my mind to speak the truth or not. If I spoke the truth, I was a new practitioner. She might just go off somewhere and say, I came to you for homeopathy. You're giving me dietary advice. Well, I don't want to continue. So I could have lost the client. And if I do not speak the truth, then I didn't do right by her. So I chose to tell her the truth, call it what it is. I said to her, your problem is directly connected with food. So if you want to get better, there are ways you can clean up what goes in your body, and you will see the result. Uh, she went home, and I thought she was gone. I'm not going to see her ever again. But she did come back a week later, and she said, okay, what do you have to say? So I started with her, this Ayurvedic reset diet, and walked her through the process of fasting, of mono diet, and of combining right proportion and right kind of food so that her body could regain an inner sense of balance uh, and get rid of the accumulated waste and accumulated problems. This was just one case. The other diseases that are directly known to be connected with bad food is hypertension, diabetes, several different types of cancers, osteoporosis, dental diseases, Digestive issues like bloating and gas, indigestion, bad odor from mouth and loose stools and constipation, 
various food sensitivities, acidity, stomach ulcers, gastritis, colitis, Crohn's disease, even depression. So the list goes on and on about how uh, bad food creates a bad body chemistry in us and makes us chronically ill. An Ayurvedic reset diet gives you a simple way out of the problem. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think it's beautifully put. I've been, I've been a psychologist for many years. Of course, we mm-hmm. overlap with medical doctors and their work, the allopathic yes. type, as well as naturopathic. And over the years, mm-hmm. I've seen every type of disorder, which you just mm-hmm. mentioned, Mm-hmm. I've studied enough of the naturopathic side to make suggestions to folks to see a naturopath, to look at diets, look at making changes. Mm-hmm. But when these folks are so strongly influenced by allopathic side, especially like with cancer, heart disease, strokes, they're filled with mm-hmm. such fear, they're told you must follow our pathway or else. So they're mm-hmm. often not open to other approaches. I'm sure you've seen that also. Uh, yes, I do see that. Uh, that, uh, you know, I have nothing against the medical establishment. I have worked with them very closely. I did my doctorate in a hospital in India. And I also worked in a children's hospital, so I have nothing against the medical doctors. But what you said, at a chronic condition, when the patients have a chronic condition, the medical establishment can instill fear in them, whereas Ayurvedic research diet tells them, you've got a problem, you have a solution, a simple age-old solution based on ancient tradition that will help you regain some of the lost health. It doesn't fight with the medical establishment. It helps the medical establishment to do their job better. That is the beauty of Ayurveda. (laughs) No, I think that's absolutely right. And my point is not to to criticize the allopathic approach, but to mention that when people have a certain mindset, it's often difficult to shift to see different points of view. I agree with you. It's best to integrate those together. Now, we're going to have to take a break here in a moment. I'd like to get on to some discussion of some specific medical cases you've seen and some of the great recoveries you've seen also from your approaches. The folks, it's Dr. Ron Dalrymple of MindShock. We're going to take a short break here today with Dr. Vasala Sperling, some great information about the Ayurvedic Reset Diet. We'll be back in a few moments. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. ASMC, the premier German company that supplies everything for adventure, from outdoor clothes to outdoor gear, even backpacks. Lots of quality and lots of specials. 
To start your adventure, go to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on ASMC. Paradise Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throw in a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, build muscle, or just live healthy, Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. A complete mind development course, The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more, all to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery, a powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. Remember, positive impact. www.healthylife.net. Dr. Ron Dalrymple back with Mind Shock. Today we have a fascinating guest, Dr. Vatsalis Sperling, who's an expert in Ayurvedic medicine, telling us about her reset diet. Dr. Sperling, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Glad to be back for the second segment. Right there. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot for your fascinating information. I want to start off this segment with asking about some of the most fascinating cases you've seen both of various disorders induced by inappropriate food consumption, wrongful eating, toxicity, perhaps involving cancer, heart disease, diabetes, and so forth, and perhaps some of the fascinating cures you've seen using your methods. Could you tell us about that, please? Sure. Uh, so uh, one particular case comes to my mind, and uh, I practice homeopathy. Uh, naturopathy is a whole different discipline, but in that naturopathic world, homeopathy is a strong component, but my training is in classical homeopathy. In my practice, uh, I did see a person. Uh, he was 53 years old when he came to me, and he declared himself as carb junkie. That's what he called himself, okay? His complaints were... A permanent sinusitis, constant nasal discharge, sinus blockage, headaches. Uh, skin was uh, awful for him with lots of uh, itching without eruption. Various kinds of itching here, itching there. He was never at ease. And he went to uh, do his bowel movement, sat on the throne once every week, like once in seven days. And he was... Uh, deeply disturbed in his body, not at ease, not at rest. So his history included, 
he had a bad car crash and as he was recovering from the car crash he got into comfort food so he would eat anything so long as it is potatoes he will eat anything so long as it is nice beautiful pasta with little butter little cream in it so he just lived on comfort food so when he came to me with all his complaints i said well i do homeopathy so let me uh, understand what is your symptom in your body mind and spirit homeopathy is a system based on trying to investigate the symptomology in in the body mind and spirit so i checked all of that and i started him with remedies homeopathic remedies and remember in the united states the homeopathic remedies are not called medicines because they are not pharmaceutical or doctor prescribed items some of the, many of them you can buy over the counter they have no side effects they do not mess you up and there is no toxic results from taking them so it's a very simple system and i started him with a, a number of remedies he kind of kept coming back uh, but it wasn't really uh, kind of getting over his problem so i'm saying hmm what am i doing what is not right here then i went back to the organon what i had mentioned to you in the first segment uh, dr samuel hanemans book on uh, the organon of medicine and i remembered you know checking to his diet uh, remedies are facing a problem because his diet is the maintaining cause and so i had a talk with him i said look i'm doing my best to take care of you and i'm doing my best to come up with a homeopathic remedy but the remedies are hitting up against a wall and the wall is the maintaining cause created by your food intake now will you be amenable to an idea if i share with you he seemed to be open and that was very exciting he seemed to be open so i started him with ayurvedic reset diet he did it for about 6 months he lost 40 pounds and comes back saying he's in the best of his health ever and his sinus problem is no longer existing his skin has improved dramatically to the extent that he's not scratching here scratching there he's not doing it and his bowel movement is daily either once or twice so he's happy very very happy mother is dramatically that come to my mind was a 23 year old girl and when she came to me she complained that you know i'm not finding a boyfriend now that is sad you know young girl she's she needs to have a boyfriend she's pretty she's smart she's going to college she needs her boyfriend experience so i'm saying hmm what is that about how come so we got to talking turns out she had stomach ulcers uh, and laboratory diagnosed case of helicobacter pylori which is which causes stomach ulcers and lot of acidity so she always had pain in her stomach and she couldn't enjoy her food and uh, she was suffering from acidity and burping and burning and her stools were awful sometimes loose sometimes hard with blood and mucus and gas she said with this going on how am i ever going to find a boyfriend that was her complaint uh-huh. 
So finding a boyfriend was secondary to the problem that she was facing because of an H. pylori infection, mm -hmm. Helicobacter pylori infection. She didn't want to go the antibiotic route. And if my clients say, you know, I have an infection, I want to take an antibiotic, I never stop them. If that is what you want to do, you live in a free society, you should have the freedom to pursue what works for you. So by all means, go ahead, have your antibiotic. In case you need further support and further help, I'm always there, okay? So I checked with her, would you like to go for an antibiotic course? She refused. So now she's with me and I'm supposed to take care of her. So there is one particular preparation in homeopathy uh, which counteracts the effect of helicobacter pylori its presence in the stomach. So I gave her a dose of that remedy, and then I asked her, would you be interested in Ayurvedic reset diet to try? She tried it for more or less six months, and diligently, because remember, her purpose was not going on a diet, but to succeed in finding a boyfriend. That was her kind of burning ambition. She told me, tell me something that I can do so that I can actually get a boyfriend. I said, okay, let's try this. <laughs> and her helicobacter pylori infection went away. And six months later, she was completely healthy without the need for antibiotic. And later on, after a few months of being well, she, of course, found her fancy good boyfriend. They are still together. So uh, the Ayurvedic Reset Diet helps overall to make a positive change in your life. Yes. Yeah, I think it's very important to look at the psychological aspect because changing <laughs> one's physical health, of course, make this point in your book, it's well known in the world of psychology, naturally that physical health correlates to emotional health, to mental health, and also to spiritual health. When we come back in a few moments, I'd like to start talking about the spiritual implications of transforming the body, detoxifying the body, and then working on higher levels of spiritualization, which you also refer to in some respects in your book. So, folks, we're here today with Dr. Vatsal Sperling. We'll take a break here. We'll be back in a few minutes. Dr. Ron Dalrymple with Mind Shock. Be right back, so please stick with us. Here's a fun, stimulating program that can teach you how to develop your own powers of creation. It uses a three-part mind, stimulating approach to get you to develop your own creative thinking. It will help you create a powerful self-image and helps you see how you can take creative action. You'll develop your thinking power and your skills, and you can do this in eight days. Get Dr. Ron Dalrymple's book, Eight Days to Creative Power, on Amazon.com. Overcome your problems with the step-by-step -step guide. So get Eight Days to Creative Power on Amazon.com. Get high-quality glasses, sunglasses, and prescription lenses at eyeglasses.com. Choose from over 250,000 items and 400 brands. Already have frames? Get replacement lenses. It's easy. Go to our advertiser page and click eyeglasses.com. A complete mind development course, The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more, all to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. 
you are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery. A powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, build muscle, or just live healthy, Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything. And once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. Again, Dr. Ron Dalrymple, Mind Shock. Today with a great guest, Dr. Vatsala Sperling, an expert on Ayurvedic healing. Dr. Sperling, how are you doing? Welcome back. I'm very well. Thank you to be back again for the third segment. Okay. Thank you. Now, you mentioned in your book that going back to 1988, we also referred to this in our film, The Endless Question, which is our two-hour documentary, about quantum field psychology, you made reference to a great Japanese researcher, Masuro Emoto. Correct. shows that water can memorize, copy, and transport information, which has many implications for the spiritual aspects of thought and emotion, how thoughts and emotions impact the physical world, and since we are a large part of water in the physical body, this has many profound implications. You also refer to your book to the causes or the also known as your chakras, the energy centers within the body, which pertain to the energy fields around the body. Can you tell us more about all that, please. Yes. So I will begin with the five koshas that the food is able to affect. Ayurveda recognizes the five koshas as one uh, impacted by food, annamaya kosha, manomaya kosha, which is the se- section of mind, the layer of mind. Then the third kosha is the layer of intellect. Then the fourth kosha is the layer of awareness. And the fifth kosha is bliss. All these koshas are like layers in the body. And the food impacts each one of them. But when we, when we continue on a lifelong trend of eating bad food, which is not right for us, it makes all of these koshas suffer. Our intellect begins to get dim. Our thoughts and emotions become cloudy. And we are unhappy in so many ways because the body, the annamaya kosha, is constantly in some or the other form of suffering. When we try to reconnect with the ancient 
wisdom given down given to us through the generation in the beginning it was oral tradition that allowed at the trickling down of ayurvedic wisdom and now people study it in colleges but the instilled a distilled form of it in the ayurvedic research diet as i have described it helps us clear all those koshas and the fasting particularly on water and earth tea helps with cleansing the body the mono diet part of it which is done with vegetables and fruits it allows us to get rid of the old junk in the body and smart combining of food helps us completely digest and absorb nutrients from the food group that we are eating the body feels lighter and fresher and cleaner and the blood chemistry begins to improve and in the mind there is a, a we are observing that in this recent diet we have a regular intake of healthy food in moderate quantities therefore the mind is at ease with our relationship with the food improving we are not afraid that we are going to starve in this diet and we won't have food to eat so that all that fear goes away your mind is without fear your body is feeling fresh and healthy what happens to your spirit your disposition your energy your enthusiasm your life force begin to improve because you are taking charge of your own wellness now one very important aspect of this ayurvedic research diet is fasting on water why water you can ask me dr ron why water why not uh, coffee why not coca cola why not wine and alcohol why not carbonated bubbly drinks why not because those are lot of it is man made stuff uh uh-huh. there is real water just plain good old water is the best for us our lung tissue you might know this 83% is water we are essentially water into which nature has chosen to bring few uh, organic chemicals and molecules and give a little shape to it so we are essentially water <laughs> in this regard the research of masaru emoto is very very valuable because it efforts what the rishis in the ayurvedic uh, science they already knew millions of years ago uh-huh. it was not 100 years 500 years millions of years ago according to indian timeline so those ancient sages and wise men who were uh, the forefathers of ayurveda they knew it that water is in every cell when you set your intention to help your body help your mind and help your spirit and you engage in a proactive positive step to help your whole being and you with that instant intention you begin your fast on water that water the molecules are going to all the billions and trillions of cells in your body what does it do you set your intention to get better you set your a routine toward helping yourself your body recover and you're drinking the most natural uh, liquid on earth uh-huh, which carries positive vibration if you can project into it so go for it help yourself drink your water do the fasting do the mono diet do the smart combining and allow your life force allow your vital force 
to shine brightly. That is your purpose in this world, to shine brightly and accomplish what you need to do without being bogged down by bad food of all things, uh -huh. which is causing so much suffering in the body. So that is what Ayurvedic research diet allows you to do by combining water and mono diet and smart combination of food. It helps you get rid of old, old, old problems in your body. Okay, that's really great, Dr. Okay. Sperling. Thanks for that valuable insights. Amazing, something so simple and plentiful as water is such a powerful mm -hmm. curative effect upon the human body. It's really amazing. Mm -hmm. I think people should definitely check out your book, your other books, check out your work. Could you please tell our audience, please, where they can find you and, and find your books? Uh, oh, certainly. I'd be most happy to say that to my uh, audience. Uh, my books, um, this Ayurvedic Reset Diet, as well as uh, other books that I have written are all available from innertraditions.com. That is the publisher. These books are also available on Barnes & Noble bookstore chain, as well as on Amazon. And any independent store in your city or town or village will uh, get you the book if you place an order. And then... I can be reached via my publisher at innertraditions.com. Very easy to get hold of me that way. Okay, that's, okay. that's great. That's so, actually great. I think it's beautiful work. We'd like to thank you very much today for being on the show. It's been wonderful yeah. having you here. Thank you very appreciate much, Dr. Vaughn. Yeah, we appreciate all your insight, your thoughts and ideas, advice. We certainly advise our mm -hmm. listeners to go check out your books, learn about the Ayurvedic Reset Diet. And so many people out there need it to help cleanse and purify their bodies. We'll, get, we'll come back in a few moments. We're going to talk about how this might play a role in spiritualization techniques as well. Dr. Sporting, thank you very much. Great having you here. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye now. God bless. Paradise Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throw in a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. If you want USA and worldwide car rentals, choose rentacar.com. Free cancellations on most bookings, no hidden charges. They are trusted by over 4 million customers. Visit our advertiser page and click on the Rent-A-Car banner. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity. Things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything. And once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. This is Jack Maher from the band Feed the Kitty. It's important to support the artists you love. And you can do that and get something authentic for yourself. 
Rock.com has the most coveted, licensed merchandise of music, culture, and entertainment. So go to the advertiser page and click on Rock.com now. Quantum Field Psychology 2nd Edition is an astounding book on the new theory of mind. It is the first unified field theory that incorporates the influence of the mind and emotion on physical reality, the universe, and even other minds. It actually integrates all modern psychology with quantum physics, mathematics, Western, and Eastern spiritual beliefs. It's the true bridge between science and spirituality. Get your copy of Quantum Field Psychology 2nd Edition by Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Amazon.com. Radio your way. HealthyLife.net Back, Dr. Ryan Dalrymple with Mind Shock. We just spoke to our great guest, Dr. Vasala Sperling, about her Ayurvedic reset diet. Now, Ayurvedic approaches go back not just thousands, according to her research, but even millions of years into ancient India. She gave some data there tracking back to several millions of years ago. These techniques evolved from people who lived off the land, lived in the forest, knew how to root and forage for roots and vegetables and healing plants and so forth. And, of course, they drank a lot of clean, pristine water back then to help detoxify the body. It's very interesting that many spiritual techniques also evolved back then from India. And he's well known for the, the Siddhas and other groups who would travel about teaching higher mind techniques, higher aspects of spiritualization, higher aspects of illumination. We talk about, of course, in quantum field psychology, connection between science and spirit, how they tie together. Well, quantum field psychology is a academic approach, but a, a mathematical and physics approach showing that science and spirit are one. Now, she's talking about with the Ayurvedic diet that you can cleanse the body and thereby allow much higher vibrations to come into your body, your emotions, your mind from the spiritual level. So you connect up. We often discuss in quantum field psychology, you can do a download, as it were, from the higher mind into the ego mind or the physical body. But a very important aspect is detoxifying the physical body. A huge problem we have today is that much of the food source we eat and the water and the air as well are contaminated with many toxins and poisons, be they chemicals through the manufacturing process or herbicides and pesticides, runoff from various farms. There's all sorts of chemicals that get leached into the water supply and eventually find their way into the food supply and into the human body. These often accumulate into arteries, veins, and capillaries which they need to be cleansed out, and her approach is a way to cleanse that. What that allows to happen is for the body to actually vibrate at a higher level, your emotions to be happier. She talked about people much happier, of course, when they're feeling healthy. Also, exercise is a part of that, which is very good for us. Exercise alone helps to reset the body, cleanse and detoxify the body. And thinking very positive, super positive is part of that. And also having a spiritual focus, realizing that we are spiritual beings, and that spiritual power flows into us if we're open to that. We talk about developing a super mind within us that we all have within us this tremendous spiritual power. She refers to in her book the idea of namaste. You say namaste to each person you meet or you think that, so you salute the divinity inside them. Now, if each one of us has that inside us, and part of our focus in life certainly is to help to illuminate that, to bring that forth. So part of this process allows our conscious to expand 
the higher frequencies that take on much more energy. We read about the miracles performed throughout history by various siddhas in uh, ancient India, various yogis and so forth, people who meditate, people who tap into those much higher levels, the avatars of history who started various world religions and were told that many of them could perform incredible miracles. So let's assume for a moment that that's true and not fabrication or folklore, but it actually happened. If it is possible, and if it is true, we all have these powers inside us, and part of our job in life is to bring those forth and to release those. The part that comes from detoxifying ourselves, a good way to start is with that type of reset diet. Ayurvedic medicine also gets into other aspects and will treat many different conditions, just as does allopathic medicine or the usual Western approach. So what we eat is what we become in many respects. Now, Hippocrates, the father of modern medicine or Western medicine, said the same thing, that food can be either medicine to us or poison, depending on how it's taken, how it's consumed. It can help the body or it can also destroy the body. So we must be very conscious of this. A lot of folks talk about mindfulness. We must be mindful about this. Be careful of what we're eating. And we can't always purify ourselves totally. If you've got to eat, for example, it's hard to do that. But making some steps in that direction is part of the process. She talks about a mono diet where some meals you just eat one type of food, like just vegetables. Another meal you might eat just fruit. She explains in her book how to do this. Drinking lots of water is part of that. In her fast, you have one day of pure water. The next day you have water, perhaps with tea, perhaps herbal teas with lemon and some honey. In the next five days of that week, you'll have, say, all vegetables. In the next week, you do the same thing on the first two days, and it's a week full of fruit, and so on. Then the next several weeks, you might mix different meals by having a mono diet, where one meal you have just vegetables, one day you just have fruit. Just then pulls all the garbage out of the body, helps to detox the body, helps to cleanse the body, and helps to train the cells in the body to heal and start to vibrate at higher frequencies. This is a big key. It's a frequency. We want also our consciousness, which is interacting with the physical plane and so forth, to also rise up to higher levels so we can attain a higher state of development in this life. So remember, as we talk about body, mind, and spirit, all must work together, as the Greeks said. The Greeks also were often enlightened in this respect. So this, we're hearing that these traditions go back not just to the, the prior concepts of a few thousand years ago, but actually millions of years ago these existed upon the earth. And that's really a fascinating finding. I'm sure that in the years ahead, as this research evolves, we're going to learn more and more about previous cultures, previous civilizations, and the degree of attainment that they reach in their lives. And their civilizations also evolved to a very high state. So, folks, check out our film, The Endless Questions, a two-hour documentary, free on Amazon Prime. It's a documentary about quantum field psychology and lots of fascinating concepts. We talk to some of the experts in the world on this. The idea that we are energy beings, that our thoughts have power. It gets into starting to talk about the creative powers we have, not just the law of attraction, but the laws of creation. We have a number of books also on Amazon, starting with Eight Days of Creative Power, a book about how to increase your creative abilities with cognitive, emotional, behavioral approaches. The next book is The Inner Manager, a short course of mind development, telling you how to tap into your creativity, your imagination, how to make these things work for you every day, how to program your mind for success eventually open a conduit of a conscious mind to the superconscious mind. The next book is called I Love You, God, which is a book of aphorisms about tapping into your spiritual ideas to connect the supermind to your everyday mind. The next book, of course, is Quantum Field Psychology, which gives a theory for scientists about how it all fits together. So it's a hard science approach. It's a bridge theory connecting science with spirit. It also is a theory of everything. 
is the first year of everything, which is a true paradigm shift, which we need to help heal this plant. The plant's in trouble, folks. There's a lot of chaos out there, a lot of tribal thinking. We must move to a higher level of consciousness in a spiritual sense. And also, remember, Dr. Sperling talks about starting at the physical plane. We start with diet, exercise, positive thought, and positive feeling. Folks, thanks a lot for hanging in there today. Dr. Sperling, a great guest. Come back next week for more of Mind Shock with Dr. Ron Dalrymple. Take care. Goodbye.